Welcome to the Straight Talk on Fleet podcast with Aaron Gilchrist. Each week, Aaron will be breaking down fleet management, trying to cut through the noise and get down to the real issues safety and operations leaders are struggling with every day. The goal will be to get to the bottom of how leaders can break down these silos of information, accelerate change management, how to use real-time accurate data to drive massive efficiencies across fleet-focused business processes, and to elevate people's careers with emerging best practices. Now it's time for the Straight Talk on Fleet. Well, hello again, Fleet community. We are back for yet another episode of the Straight Talk on Fleet. I am Erin Gilchrist Drug, and I am the VP of Fleet Evangelism at IntelliShift. And on my podcast, I aim to be your objective and reliable source of information for the Fleet community and our ecosystem based on real experience, because I managed an enterprise fleet for a long time, over 15 years. And I know fleet management can be hard, probably harder than it needs to be. So what I try to do is break it down fleet manager style with a focus on everything from driver behavior and compliance to getting more from our internal and external partners and our data. So today we are talking about a fun topic, one that I love to talk about alongside of safety and sustainability, because I think all these things just go hand in hand. But today we're talking about fuel management for our fleets. And I think the goal today is to help us transcend that traditional thinking on fuel management that typically ebbs and flows based on fuel prices, right? And move to a model that works us through volatile times in the fuel market and sets a foundation for controlling the uncontrollables now and ongoing, right? So at this stage of the game, Organizations that are still allowing fuel prices to dictate their focus or how focused they are on fuel or green planning or sustainability really have their heads in the sand, right? I mean, it always has been, I think, and still is an outdated way of thinking. So foundationally, organizations should have a very consistent approach to sustainability by building a sustainability plan and to fuel management with safety as that overall heading because i've said it before and i think that if we're focused on fleet safety then what we do in that arena and building that culture sets the stage for every program process tools tech that we do in our fleets it sets that stage to make make us successful in all areas of fleet management so again um i'll say that to the end of the time and i could preach on this date for days and days but i would Welcome the fleet community to listen to a couple of my podcasts that are around this topic that again, help set the stage for some of the things I'm talking about today. One would be episode three on uh, sustainability for our fleets. And I do sustainability in two parts. I do episode three that talks about fleet sustainability. And then in episode four, I break down sustainability for our teams our fleet teams, ourselves as fleet managers, and then our workforce, our drivers and operators. And again, all of this directly relates to fuel planning, directly relates to um, green planning, kind of all jives together. And then the second one, or actually the third then would be building a safety culture. I talk about this in episode 10. Again, you'll hear my passion come through because it's something that I'm just so passionate about, and I think it's so important for all businesses 
um, but especially businesses with fleets. So some quick highlights on sustainability. One, a good fuel program is a subset, right, of a larger goal and program around sustainability. And then the core components that I, that I laid out of a fleet sustainability are telematics and driver safety program is foundational, uh, fuel and maintenance programs, um, alternative fuel and or alt fuel technologies, vehicle and vehicle upfit selection, weight reduction initiatives in our fleet, initiatives around reusing and recycling, vehicle upfit components and other components, policy review and enhancement, which is sort of, as you all know, it's an ongoing process, but really with the goal of increasing compliance and reducing risk, data and analytics, dashboards and a reporting suite, and then finally committing to change and evolution and innovation are all the core components of a fleet sustainability plan. Again, fuel being one of those subsets that we'll dig into today. And then a quick refresh on building the culture of safety as really a people first and business critical strategy. So there were six components of building that culture of safety that I shared. One was that top-down leadership approach. Second was hiring right. Third was creating a safety committee, which again, something I think will help you in all areas of fleet management and safety management, as well as risk. Four was investing in our people. And I really dug into that. So different and creative ways that we can invest in our people really were for this goal of getting that buy-in and so that people really believe that what we're trying to do is keep them safe and not impose, you know, professional driving rules on them, right? So I spent a lot of time on that piece. And number five was invest in tools and tech. And really that's where this all comes together, um, safety and sustainability and fuel. And then number six was having a comprehensive vehicle inspection and maintenance program. So can I invite you to listen to episodes three, four, and 10 um, when time allows? If not, you know, DM me, let's talk about it. I'd love to share my outlines on those things that really build that foundation for all of our programs, but especially fuel, right? Okay, so digging into fuel management. So when we think about a comprehensive approach to fuel man management for our fleets, it's really important to think about this holistically. So we build a solid foundation that doesn't change when times get tough, but rather continues to pay off despite what's going on in the market at the time, right? So if you don't have a formal fuel management program that's fully integrated with your overall fleet management program, I think that you're missing major opportunities to affect visibility into fuel transactions across your fleet operations the ability to correlate driver behavior with organizational fuel costs. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Fuel fraud increasing. Obviously, if you're, if you're not having something that's formal in your fleet and then shifts to sustainability, which I just kind of talked about. So having that formal fuel management program allows you to affect those things in a positive way, despite what's happening out there. So, I'll lay out the core components that I think really create that cutting edge fuel management program that will impact your cost and your efficiency. So let's dig into these six components. So one is telematics, right? Two, route management. 
three, driver application, four, payment solution options, five would be um, reporting and alerts, and six would be dashboards and scorecards. So let's dig into these, each and every one of these. So let's start with telematics. And I think we always start with telematics, right? It's just so important, among other things in our tech stacks that I've talked about on, on previous podcasts. But I like telematics because of the data insights. So some of those are insights that we get from from telematics as part of our overall fuel management program, give us geolocation, driver identification, tank capacity, engine hours, idling, miles driven, utilization, odometer, yay. (laughs) So we don't have to rely on drivers for that. Driver behavior that affects MPG, fuel and maintenance cost, safety, vehicle life, customer experience, right? And then finally, fraudulent behaviors, right? Which is part of that driver behavior sort of bucket. So those are the things that telematics can provide for us. And then it's really about how we use what that device can give to us, the the data and the information to drive the effectiveness of our fuel management program. So the second piece is route management. So think about route management as being able to schedule stops for fuel potentially, right? Seeing off route activity and the associated time and cost with drivers going off of a prescribed route. You know, we can alert customers of our pending arrival, sort of that Uber-like experience that some fleets are providing where you click that link and say, you know, hey, we're, we're on our way to your house and you can watch us get there potentially rerouting drivers based on weather events or traffic events, scheduling fuel and maintenance events throughout the day or week, which I think is really cutting edge. We'll we'll talk more about that. Avoiding intersections where accidents occur most often. We know based on data from that fleet ecosystem that's been tracking this stuff for a long time in, in all fleets, lots of fleets. So that's a great one. I think that we need to really dig into and utilize. And then finally, reducing or eliminating unauthorized use of your company assets. So route management is a really important part of our overall fuel management program. Number three, and I love this one. We talk about this in all the podcasts because it's just a critical part of success management. And it's really a a critical part of driver buy-in and driver retention, and hopefully attracting new drivers to come and work for you. So driver applications are a great way to interact with our drivers on a day-to-day basis. So driver apps should include this sort of list of things. So scoring, leaderboards, and gamification. This notion that we can provide a holistic score to our drivers that includes everything that's important to us right? As fleets, the safety components, the fueling and maintenance behavior components, and then, you know, having boards, letting them know, how am I doing against my peers? How am I doing against the overall company averages? And it's a fun way to get drivers engaged in positive driving behaviors. Okay. So that's scoring leaderboards and gamification. Driver apps should also include that fueling behavior right? Where to purchase, 
potentially when, and being able to help you control that price per gallon, right? Where to find that lowest priced fuel near them along their route, right? So, you know, sometimes drivers are using multiple apps to manage all of this stuff. Wouldn't it be great if we can just put it in one place for them, right? So they can uh, manage their day with efficiency and less distraction and really be able to get to their customers on time, which is what you want as an organization. So the next thing would be that erratic or aggressive and inattentive or distracted driving score, right? So telematics, we can look at aggressive driving and with AI video dash cams, we can look at distracted and um, distraction and inattention while driving. Again, a critical part of the fuel management program um, for obvious reasons, right? Because how they oper that, operate that vehicle drives the efficiency of that asset in its miles per gallon potential. PM compliance with that driver app, so important. And not just about, hey driver, it's time to get your oil change, but really thinking about this more comprehensively and saying, by the time we've alerted the driver, we, the ecosystem, the support behind our app says, the oil change is due. But we also know that we have these other services, one service, maybe a, a little overdue, or maybe we found it in an out in a recent vehicle inspection that the tire tread depth is a little low. And then we upcoming have some sort of other maintenance event, maybe in the next 1000 miles. Why not ping the driver for PM compliance to get all three of those events done at one time again, reducing the vehicle downtime, increasing uptime. These are critical measurements for your fleets, things you're trying to control that you can do when you can combine services. Okay, so we let that driver know to go in for service. The other thing that would be really great is not only do we ping them and say it's time for these services, but then we have scheduled that service potentially for that driver or given the driver the ability to schedule that service at our set of network shops or our, our own shops, letting the technicians know they're coming, getting the right parts on hand so that we are using maybe negotiated part pricing, negotiated shop network pricing. Again, all of these things can affect the vehicle life, the overall driver efficiency, and then certainly your cost, right? So PM compliance is part of that driver app. The next thing, inspection compliance. I have a whole podcast just on vehicle inspections. I'm thinking that was number eight, but inspection compliance, again, I will say this a million times, vehicle inspections are the fundamental, the most fundamental part of managing a safe and efficient fleet. So I think at a minimum, the scorecard should be scoring the driver on or the application should be providing that scorecard that includes inspection compliance and then taking it that step further is when the driver does complete the inspection what happens where does that information go right so if something needs to be done that that gets alerted and scheduled in your fleet ecosystem and gets back to the driver with, okay, here's what you're gonna do. Here's where you're gonna go. You need your tires fixed. Yes, you have an oil change coming up. You're gonna do that too. Or maybe there's a light out or something, but 
really inspection compliance will drive your fuel maintenance and safety program. And then, and, and it's so important that the scoring and or ranking connects all these behaviors that we want to control and report on. And that it's first and foremost focused on safety, again, that overarching theme, which then affects those other pieces of your, of your fleet management program that are critical to your success. So that driver application, scoring leaderboards, gamification, fueling behavior, um, safe driving behavior, PM compliance, um, inspection compliance, right? Okay. Number four, payment solutions. Payment solution options for your fleet, you know, by way of a fuel card, for example, should be flexible. Number one should be flexible, meaning tailored and customized to meet your specific business needs. And those cards should provide level three data, which is that fuel type, the price that they paid, the number of gallons that they pumped. It's, it's down to that pump level. So just making sure that um, the payment solution partner that you have um, or that you're looking at gives you that level three data. And then, you know, we're getting to this point and hopefully soon where when we can use telematics and other tech and looking at our total tech stack to identify the driver, to connect the driver with the vehicle, to connect the vehicle with the fuel card or payment solution, then why do we need a fuel card, right? Why do we even have to use a card during a transaction? I mean, we could cut down on fraud and we could cut down on premium fuel purchases if that's what we care about and cut down on the times that drivers are going to get fuel where they shouldn't be, right? So thinking about cardless transactions, and then again, card or no card, locking down the vehicle profiles to transaction limits, dollar limits on purchases. So again, the number of transactions that they could have maybe in a given day or week based on what they do, where they drive, what they drive, dollar limits on purchases, where it makes sense, fuel only purchases, locking down to fuel only. I mean, if that's what you need for your business. It's really whatever works for your business. Again, goes back to that flexibility of your provider being able to help you control these things when and where and how it makes sense. And then this notion of managing your price, right? The right solution provider could help you control your cost by providing analytics and reporting around drivers, and then in their areas, right? Their stores, locations, regions, total company, where we were paying too much for gas at the pump, you know, based on geolocations, geofencing, uh, zip code, however, um, you know, the best way to control that for your fleet based on how and where you operate. But this notion of being able to um, affect behavior around price is possible. It's been possible. So if you're not thinking about that or not doing that, it's a great time to dig in and get down to brass tacks with the driver's managers and the drivers about, hey, guess what? We can control our cost and we can um, control what we pay at the pump, 
right? We know there's so many things out of our control with fuel, which is what we, how we started this podcast. But let's dig into all those things that help us control usage and miles driven and safe driving behaviors and certainly price, certainly price. So your fuel um, card payment solution partner or your, you know, fuel card manager should help help you control costs by providing those uh, PPG reports. And then overall, you know, this fuel card solution partner or payment solution partner should be providing you with data and analytics to provide maybe an intuitive platform or data that goes into an intuitive platform so that you can manage all of these things, the data, the analytics, the reporting, and the alerts that you need to keep your finger on the pulse of your fuel program. And again, I think not all payment solutions, payment solutions partners can do all those things, but what they can do is share data with someone who can provide you with the reporting and analytics and alerts that you need to stay on top of your fuel management program. Okay. Number five. So reporting alerts, dashboards, scorecards. All right. We talked a little bit about scorecards when we, we were covering the driver application to manage fuel and fuel related activities and everything that affects fuel, (laughs) everything that affects your success in fuel. So on this note, this fuel reporting, I think thinking about this reporting suite, an idling report, I mean, first and foremost, again, customized for your business's needs, because I know some businesses there's idling that's required, but think about your overall usage. I mean, we have to provide reports to, to outside entities. So idling is important, uh, price per gallon, right? What are we paying? And then again, going back to this idea that we should know when we're paying too much and when we can manage those activities and influence our drivers and our, our driver's managers to make better buying decisions. Miles per gallon reporting. I mean, that's critical for all fleets, but it's also an, a performance indicator. So it can tell us a lot of different things about vehicles and drivers. It can tell us about um, behaviors. So again, I, I encourage you to use other means by which to identify behaviors that drive MPG rather than just MPG, but we know that we need miles per gallon reporting for a lot of different reasons. Um, Miles driven. We certainly need to know how many miles we're driving and where. So gallons reporting overall, but then by fuel type. And then fuel tax reporting, of course, um, reporting around non-fuel purchases. Again, really important because that goes, can go to fraud. And it may mean we just have to readjust how we're thinking about our relationship with the fuel card and the payment solutions provider, right? On on what we want to do there. Over transaction per day limits or any limits that you've set where you've gone over those. It's really important to have reporting around that. And after hours usage, or let's call that unauthorized use. Sometimes after hours usage is permitted, but I think what we're going for here is understanding when a vehicle is supposed to be parked, that it is, okay? Now shifting to alerts, over tank capacity, right? So that's where we have 
put more fuel, purchased more fuel than what should have been able to fit in the pump, right? And that goes back to telematics. We need to be able to identify when that has happened, right? So transactions where no fuel was pumped into a company asset, that's really important alert, right? We've, we've had a transaction, but the tank capacity on all of the company assets, none of them matched the transaction. So that's fraud. Premium or non-regular fuel purchases, meaning like you, for your fleet, your, your policy is regular. And then you have some people buying premium, costing you money when it's not necessary. So that's a great alert to get. It's also great to get an alert around excessive idling. And again, something you can put on that driver scorecard as well. So, you know, you can share how they're doing on idling and really manage their behavior day to day. But then when it's excessive, then you can address that as an organization, regionally, down to that store location, whatever works for your business. But alerts around that's great. After hours use, I'll go back to this misuse that affects your costs and could be indicating that your driver could be using a company asset for something else, side work with your tools and equipment, or maybe it's a salesperson who's Ubering on the side. You know, it affects your cost and your wear and tear on the vehicle and it's fraud, right? It's fraudulent. So getting alert alerts about that more in real time can help you manage that. And then when drivers are off a prescribed route, that would be a good alert to get if that works for your business. But again, that goes back to being able to integrate this, this data, which I'm highly recommending. So that is reporting and alerts. Now, number six, last but not least, is dashboards and scorecards. So dashboards, the dashboard for your fuel management program. Again, I'm going to talk about how all data in all things fleet should be in a place where you can see it in a single platform, right? But when you branch off to your fuel dashboard, think about things that you want at your fingertips that you could pull up on your dashboard and go, okay, here's an exception for today. Let me let someone know about it. So excessive idling, fraudulent behaviors or indicators such as over tank capacity, non-fuel purchases and after hours use. Again, I'd want that on my dashboard. I would also want that overall usage and cost data and analysis, right? So I can dig in and find out what's going on and also have that high level reporting capability at my fingertips from my dashboard. So I look at that usage. I look at that cost. I need to get that, that to someone for any time period that I need to and year over year or quarter over quarter, however I want to slice it and dice it. I should be able to see that on my dashboard, grab it, make it look pretty, send it to someone anytime, any day. All right. Helping you again, increase your credibility and trust inside your organization and really show that you have your finger on the pulse. And that really goes to your ability to be able to partner with someone who can provide that for you, who can give you that single connected platform. So those are the things that I would want on my fuel dashboard and then be able to dig into, right? And then we talked about the driver app, but having scorecards that are comprehensive where fueling behaviors are included, 
you know, PPG, non-regular fuel, idling, those things that we want to manage our drivers on, on an ongoing basis, daily, weekly, et cetera. And again, driver scorecard should be all inclusive. I know I talked about that, but I think as a, as a part of your strategy, you want to customize these things for your business, but driver scorecards should have safety and compliance, right? Those top two headings, safety, driver behavior, aggressive and distracted and inspections, compliance, fuel, maintenance, and anything regulatory, right? That applies to your business and the assets that your drivers are driving. So again, those six key components, I think really will give you the advantage, that cutting edge fuel management program that will directly impact how successful you are with controlling your cost and your efficiency. So quick recap, telematics, route management, driver app, payment solution options, reporting and alerts, dashboards, and scorecards. So, you know, again, I invite you to um, share what you're doing, what's working for you in fuel management. But again, the goal with your fleet management program, your overall fleet management program is getting that data into a single connected and integrated platform. So you have your finger on the pulse of your fleet every day. Okay, you have that one place to go to see exceptions across your cost centers and your programs so you can quickly and efficiently identify and address all these issues costing you time and money and resources and your reputation potentially and potentially the reputation of your organization. Think about accidents, right? And how we can control that when we can bring data together in a mindful way. So fleet intelligence is the goal here, people, with all of our programs, but but certainly fuel. So fleet community, thank you for listening. It's great spending time talking about these critical things that help us be successful as fleet leaders. Um, but that's a wrap on fuel management, at least for today, sort of as an integrated, you know, fuel management as part of an integrated fleet management program. And again, I'd love to hear what you're doing that's working or not. Message me, come on my podcast, comment, like, subscribe wherever you find your content. But as I always say, keep it real, keep it safe for fleet's sake. And thank you so much for listening. Oh.